0: will and christian in the
1: morning hi everyone welcome back to another episode of will and christian in the morning at uh the end of may here summer's coming up um so i'm will i'm christian and today we have a very special guest big fan of the show great friend of mine uh so say hello Bo. how you doing hi hi i'm good i'm good uh just happy to be here a little
2: nervous, not gonna lie, but uh yeah, oh, Happy fine,
1: sure. You should be nervous, it's very high stakes on this show. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. There's gonna be a
0: quiz afterwards. Yeah, uh, so of the
1: history of the show.
2: I got a pen and paper, I'm all good, I'm all set.
1: Perfect. Um <laughs> all right, so Christian, how was your week?
2: Hmm.
0: My
1: week was
0: good. Let me think. Like what
1: happened this week? Um This week was
0: kind of a blur, I feel like. Oh, uh, this week was something yeah. I mean, <laughs> you know, it was it was good you know it's been uh kind of nice the last couple days so you know i've been out in the sun a lot um today as i was telling you a little bit about before my uh, brother graduated from high school so it was a you know it wasn't the traditional graduation we did like a raceway and so everyone was like in their cars and they like did all the speeches on the jumbotron and uh then they did like a victory lap afterwards it was pretty cool
1: but uh that was probably the
0: most eventful thing from my week. Will, how was your week? To your brother. Yes, congratulations, Justin. From everyone here at Will and Christian in the morning. Yes. Yes, congratulations. End of the whole class, I guess. <laughs> no, just him. <laughs> just, I don't just know to... any just him. Just him. Yeah. How was your week, Will?
1: It was pretty good. Again, another week where every day feels the same a little bit. But... Um... Like, it was weird. There were a lot of days this week where I I thought it was a different day. Like, Thursday, I thought it was Saturday. Or Wednesday, I thought (laughs) it was, like, Monday. But it was good. Uh, Memorial Day, we had our our grandparents come over for a little bit because they're they're nearby. And we watched a bunch of home movies and stuff, which was nice. Mm -hmm. Uh, I've been, since it's really nice out, I've been getting out biking a lot. There's a lot of little paths around my neighborhood and parks. So I've been trying to explore them all. Um... And then right now I'm just trying to you know, be productive. i am I'm, I'm trying to learn how to beatbox this summer for oh, uh the multiple cappella groups because I know we need them. <laughs> that
2: would
0: be
1: that's very helpful. Yeah, thank so you that, uh front of the pod, my roommate Matthew has been giving me some tips. He told me to well, awesome. to try to try doing Madness First by Muse, which was a song we were gonna sing this semester because mm-hmm. it's a pretty easy beat. And mm-hmm. I'm gonna try to like learn the different mouth stuff and uh, kind of g- uh, get more advanced as I go along but yeah.
0: Awesome. Well and, that is really good news.
1: <laughs> yes. Um so Bo, uh how has your quarantine been in general?
2: Uh in general. Man, um it's been all right. I mean the first couple of weeks were were pretty good, I guess, but then after that it kind of just all merged together, I feel like. Yeah. It's like one big Like, blur, I don't know, but you know, I'm somewhat used to it now, just playing video games or like going out, helping my family with stuff or stuff like that, you know? Mm. Nice, nice, but yeah,
1: perfect. All right, so before we get into our main topic, which will be a pretty unique one for the show, something we haven't talked about yet, but before that, we have some news as always. So, the first piece of news we have is something that we've talked about a few times on the show we're bringing disney plus back into the mix for a minute oh, yeah. <laughs> it's been a little bit but um the simpsons which has all of its seasons on the service is finally able to be watched in its original formatting its original aspect ratio which was something that fans wanted since the beginning and they've just now updated the the app or wherever you watch it so that you can choose to have the original aspect ratio and it was a problem because like jokes would get cropped or things like wouldn't look right but now everything's all fixed so maybe i'll start watching it now but i say that about a lot of shows <laughs>
0: yeah i feel like like it might just be too much for me to catch up on like maybe yeah, i'll well, say oh watch like some of the really good episodes but i don't i don't think i could like sit down and watch the entirety of the simpsons
1: yeah it's kind of a uh... A big endeavor, but also I feel like you can. People always say up to a certain season and then you can stop because it's not very good anymore. But I don't know. Maybe I'll watch some highlights.
0: Perhaps. So, a next little piece of news big, pretty big DC news. There are some reports, nothing official yet, but there are reports that Henry Cavill may be back to play Superman again at some point in the future. Not in a standalone movie like Man of Steel. So, there's probably not going to be a Man of Steel 2 per se, but uh several entertainment sources have said that in some form superman played by henry cavill will return to the dceu and like we said there's nothing official i don't think henry cavill has commented on it so don't take it as fact but um there are
1: the rumors the rumors come the out. real question will he have a mustache or not <laughs> <laughs> maybe
0: they um,
1: will. i i actually like i know a lot of people kind of crap on the dc movies but i always liked henry cavill as superman i always thought he was like a good fit except i don't know what his status is right now in these movies because i thought he died but like
0: i think he did but then he came back to life in justice league
1: okay. i don't i have not seen
0: like any of these i i didn't see man of steel i didn't see Batman I believe man. he did. yeah i think he did die and people are like they did the death of superman like already after like two movies
1: so i don't know but uh, I, he wasn't that uh, well he wasn't but superman was in shazam for oh, one yeah. second
0: <laughs> so i saw um i forget who i think the shazam director did like a little fun edit that he said that he put henry cavill into that scene so like plays a scene and you know we can only see from like below the neck so you can't see his face so that ends on like you know the uh Shazam's brother go like, you know, gasping at Superman and then like pans up and it's like a really, really long neck all the way up to the ceiling, and then Henry Cavill's face is just like on the top of uh, a <laughs> elongated neck. So I thought that was pretty funny. The uh official the Shazam director released it. So I thought that was uh, kind of funny.
1: <laughs> that is pretty funny. But are you more of a, a Marvel or D C person or not superheroes at all?
2: Uh personally I'm more of a um I guess I used to be DC when I was younger, but I've slowly gotten into Marvel stuff now. I've been reading a lot of Marvel comics nowadays. All right, we can uh, check that off the list.
1: (laughs) Yes, yes, you can stay now. That was the test. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Perfect. Um, Yeah, so some new news. Edgar Wright, one of my favorite directors, uh, is coming out with a new horror movie next year. Mm -hmm called last night in soho we don't know a lot about it uh in fact i really don't know anything about it besides that it takes place in london but i know it has like matt smith in it uh is one of the actors i don't know about the rest though but if it's anything like Shaun of the dead or hot fuzz or scott pilgrim i will love it and yeah. even if it's a horror movie which i don't like i'm looking forward to seeing what he's come up with and I mean, Shaun of the Dead's kind of a horror movie, so maybe it'll be similar. But I'm not sure. But yeah, yeah. So,
0: a uh, big video game related news: there is a potential Kingdom Hearts TV series coming to Disney Plus. Oh. So this is pretty big news. Yeah. But um, I'm I'm skeptical because I haven't played Kingdom Hearts, but. From what I know, it is a very, very complicated and very hard-to-understand story, so I don't know how they could turn that into a TV show, but I guess it doesn't make sense, because it's, like, Disney characters, Mm -hmm. mostly, like, set in the various Disney worlds, so we'll see, but, like, I don't know, I'm a little skeptical, I don't know how this is gonna play out.
1: Yeah, I... I played a little Kingdom Hearts, and it, it's really confusing, but I think if they do make it, it, it might be a hit just because of the different Disney people yeah. like interacting, because when Wreck-It Ralph 2 came out, I feel like that was a big hit, because you had like the princesses together and all those different properties, And um, but one of my favorite things, not one of my favorite things to watch, but I always like seeing the Kingdom Hearts out-of-context videos, <laughs> and one of my favorite moments in those is Mickey saying something really like strange, something about the darkness, and then they pan <laughs> over to him yeah. and he's wearing like an emo dark hood uh, like Mickey Mouse <laughs> and yeah, it's great, but I highly suggest highly suggest looking up Kingdom Hearts out of context because mm. it's pretty funny, but nothing's official yet. We'll see if this ever actually happens, but I'll probably give it a watch if it does come out. Maybe we'll see.
0: Now we got some really, really big news. Oh, yeah. Super, super exciting. There is officially, has been confirmed, in development, a sequel to Sonic the Hedgehog, the movie. Oh, boy. It's a kids animated movie that uh, Will and I have both enjoyed. But um, So I think um, it's going to have tales in it somehow because, spoiler alert, if you haven't seen the movie... Tails shows up at the very end, coming out of a portal, and he's looking for Sonic. Um, I don't know if uh, James Marsden will return. I don't he know. better. If, like, Egg- Eggman might return. I don't really know anything about the movie, just that it's happening. But uh, one thing that I saw on Instagram, I think it was some one of those like Stan fan accounts. Like the, yeah. <laughs> they post all this weird stuff so they were like oh sign this petition to get tom holland to voice tails like first of all why second of all they tails appeared in the first movie and he already had like the same voice actress he had for the game so like why change it if she was already like voicing him in the movie so i will
1: i'm not opposed to uh To a new voice taking on these characters, uh, who would your fan cast be for Tails or Knuckles?
0: Oh, maybe not Tom Holland.
1: I think so Nicolas Cage talk- should play Knuckles. Nicolas
0: Cage. Actually, maybe like Keanu Reeves doing his like gravelly John Wick voice. I don't for, really know uh,
1: what Knuckles sounds like though.
0: I I don't know. Maybe they uh they get his Sonic Boom voice actor.
1: <laughs> oh, I have heard that actually.
0: Um, I mean that's not really what he sounds like in the games, I guess. Does I don't know, but uh, I'm very excited for this sequel.
1: Yes, I will definitely so, watch that. Fingers crossed for a, a Scoob sequel. No, absolutely not.
0: <laughs> oh boy.
1: Okay, so before we, right before we move on, we've done a couple of these little what you watchings now, so let's do that. So christian what have you watched in this past week
0: well just starting like earlier this week uh my brother and i both started avatar the last airbender <sighs> we are about halfway through the first season and i am totally in so I'm, I'm really enjoying it so far you know as as everyone has said but um i'm excited to see you know more of it and something that i discovered that i did not know before a good portion, like a little under half of the first season was directed by Dave Filoni, really? aka director and creator of Star Wars The Clone Wars. Huh. So mm-hmm. Very, very interesting.
1: And no. cool. So I course- did find out that the person who voices Katara is the person who in Scott Pilgrim is the Bi-Furious girl. Really? Who is also uh, on Arrested Development, yeah. bi it's a great revelation that I found. <laughs> but, every, time M- I,
0: mm-hmm. every time I hear uh, Katara's name, I think of Katana from Suicide Squad. <laughs> so like, this is Katana. Her sword traps the souls of her victims. Uh, I just, like, some or uh, like if I'm saying her name, I accidentally say Katara or Katana. <laughs> See, look, I messed it up there,
1: but uh, it's, it gives me a good laugh. I need to start this show. I've just been like putting it off, but. Mm-hmm. Another actor that I remember seeing was in that show only for a few episodes, but Bo, I know you're a big Uncharted fan. Oh, yeah. Um, The actor who plays Sully in those games is on Avatar for a few episodes, which seems like it would not fit at all, but (laughs) he's got a very deep, like, goddamn voice. (laughs) But I find that funny. (laughs) Um, But yeah, I need to definitely start it. But are you a big Avatar fan, Bo?
2: Oh my god, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, I watched it all the time, you know, when I was on Nickelodeon. Every time I'd come back from school, I'd always sit down and either, you know, watch reruns of it or just when it's on, I'd get super excited. I'm the only one, like, in my family that actually liked Avatar. My sisters, obviously, probably didn't really like it, but they were just like, eh, it's stupid. And I'm just like, nah, it's, it's, it's good stuff. It's an amazing story, great animation. It, it's incredible i just personally feel like it's awesome and i also need to redo it, to watch
0: watch it and i'm like already super invested so you know props to the directors and the voice actors for like creating like really good relatable characters that i can like get hooked on in just like a couple episodes yeah, I guess
1: but I'm uh, gonna start this now <laughs> I think well, you, you have should.
0: to it's so good yeah but uh will what about you what you watching
1: so this week i feel like i didn't really watch a lot of new stuff i watched some more crazy ex girlfriend i finished django unchained which i loved oh yes oh that was so good i it was funny it was it was very violent uh i really liked christoph waltz in it though, I, who i hadn't really seen in much uh i thought he did a really good job and of course anytime he spoke german loved that um but I planned to watch *Inglorious Bastards* this week, but I didn't get around to it. But I'm gonna try to soon because I know he's in that, also, right?
0: Yes, he is, and he's fantastic in that movie. I'm pretty sure he won an Oscar for that, either for hmm. that, for *Inglorious Bastards* or Django Unchained*. Okay. One of them for like best supporting actor, but he is fantastic in you know both of those movies. Hmm.
1: But um, one thing that I have been watching this week, I don't know why I like just got into it, but I did is watching old clips of Whose Line Is It Anyway? Which, oh God, yeah. if you don't know what it is, it's a, it's an improv show that started out in the UK and then it was on like ABC in the US in the early 2000s. And now they have it on the CW, I think. But it's four people who, they play all these improv games, like Scenes from a Hat and stuff like that. And I've just been watching all of the the music-related ones because they have a fun little game they have called irish drinking song where they get an idea from the audience and they have to sing a song line by line and it's in the style of like a drinking song and it's always hilarious um and there's also one called hoedown where everyone sings their own verse of a similar thing but it's in like a western hoedown style and it's something i want to do like once we're back at school because it just seems like so much fun but um yeah yeah that show is hilarious it's got like uh wayne brady was on it for a long time drew carey was the host for a while um and yeah they've gotten a bunch of stars to come on and and guest i think like liz gillies from victorious was on it recently really yeah and it's it's just pure fun (laughs) yeah
0: it's it's always fun to watch i don't really watch it that often but like sometimes my dad would be watching it on tv Mm -hmm. like at night i come in and like watch for a little bit it is just such a fun show and like everybody on it is just so so funny they're all really talented too oh they're so talented it's crazy yes
1: and bo have you been watching anything this week or just over Um, your corner yeah in general yeah um
2: i've watched uh, a whole bunch of new animes that uh friends uh from my college recommended me A bunch of, really, like, there's some, like, horror animes and stuff like that that they, uh, I think it's, like, Promised Neverland or something like that. It's about, like, these kids that, like, get, like, they they live in this orphanage or whatever, and supposedly when they turn 12 years old or whatever, they get sent out to get uh, adopted, quote-unquote. But, um these two kids find out that they're actually like on a farm and there's aliens that like when they're 12 years old, they actually eat them. Oh my God. Yeah. They actually have to like try to find their way out of the farm and stuff. And it was great. It was really good. It's only one season, but they said they're going to come with a second season, I believe pretty soon. So I'm excited for that.
1: Yeah. Speaking of that, our main topic today is anime or at least Japanese uh, animation, same thing, I guess, but Um, This is something we really haven't talked about on the show before, just because I know Christian doesn't really watch it, and I haven't watched a lot, but uh, I think it's an interesting topic that we can kind of compare and contrast with Western animation, and I know Bo is a big fan of a lot of anime, so he can definitely add a lot to this conversation. Mm -hmm. So So I guess to start off, but why don't you talk about a little about, I guess, what anime is, what you watch, why you enjoy it stuff like that
2: yeah sure yeah so pretty much anime is just you know japanese cartoons pretty much um i got a couple of interesting uh facts about uh, anime the actual like first animation for an anime from japan was actually from 1907 wow yeah and uh, it was like a three second uh clip of uh, a boy tipping his hat uh to some people uh, like he was drawing on a chalkboard, I think, and then he like tipped his hat to like the, the camera, and um, it's called uh, Kasudoshashin. I believe that's what it's called. Sorry if I that name, but yeah, it was. I I thought honestly, like it was gonna go like the '30s or something like that. I didn't really expect it to be like like early 1900s, like that far mm-hmm. back. But yeah, yeah, it was uh, interesting stuff but like the actual like the very first like long i guess animation was in 1917 and it was called uh namakura katana and it was about an old like japanese guy like walking down a street and he like fights like another samurai they're both samurai or something like that and like oh. they do it in this like really interesting like old animation style called uh kato they called it and it's just like you cut out like little characters of like uh like out of like paper and then you pretty much like slab them onto like a moving uh like set and they just like make them move and animate in different ways i thought it was pretty fascinating yeah Yeah. that's pretty cool i didn't what
1: are are some like your favorite animes that you've watched
2: oh some of my favorite i mean very first anime i ever watched was uh naruto um, okay. Shonen Jump. Yeah, it's a it's a very very um long series, Lo- uh very good uh, anime to start off with. I think personally, mm-hmm. just to like like ease you into the anime because it's not as like dramatic as some animes out there, or as intense or as confusing. It's just you know, kid who's a ninja and he's a good guy. He fights and he gets stronger. Believe it. Believe it. Yeah. <laughs> yes that is his catchphrase for those who do not know Mm -hmm.
1: Hmm. i always i've watched a little bit of anime i've watched um a little bit of naruto at Bo's suggestion i haven't watched it in a long (laughs) time though but uh, i've also watched death note which is really good good. good. it's a it's an anime about this guy who finds a book uh he's the son of a police officer and he finds this book on the street where if you write someone's name in it, they will die. Like, that's just how the rules work. And he, he takes this book and he kind of decides to take justice into his own hands. So he decides to to write down the names of criminals he sees on the news, all these things to kind of make himself a god on Earth. And then he runs into these problems when he finds out that there are gods who who rule the notebook. And basically the series is him trying to justify himself and also stay hidden from the police who his dad like runs so there's and they also this hacker type guy who's trying to stop him named l so it's like a big cat and mouse game it's a very dramatic show um but it's actually it's really good that's the only anime i think i've ever watched all the way through uh and i highly recommend it uh i've also watched uh one punch man at least the first season I also think that's a good entry-level type anime for someone who hasn't watched a lot just because it's goofy, it's wacky, but it's not, like, too over the top, I guess. It's basically about a superhero who is a little down because he doesn't ever face any challenges. He just can beat any enemy in one punch. That's funny. And so he goes through kind of... I guess a journey of actually, no, he doesn't really. He, um... it's a lot of him interacting with a lot of other lower level superheroes in the city. Cause a big thing is that monsters will always attack and there's different levels of heroes and everyone's trying to be the next gimmicky hero. So it's a lot of fun, strange characters. Um... Yeah. And then I've watched some attack on Titan, but I really couldn't get into it that much, mm-hmm. but I definitely I wanted to talk about this a little bit just because I feel like it's so wildly different from how we treat animation in the US because I feel like here it's either animated shows are for young kids or they're for adults. So, like, you'd have kid shows that you see on, like, Disney Channel, Nickelodeon, whatever, and then, like, South Park and BoJack Horseman and Mm. stuff like that. So, I don't know. Yeah.
0: Can you guys hear me? Yeah, might be. Yep.
1: Okay, I was making sure.
0: Yeah. Um, I think that like you know in the like Will was saying like the U.S. animation, it tends to sort of be for one sort of audience, and even if there are like adult animated shows like BoJack Horseman, like you mentioned, which is a really good show, and you guys should all watch it if you haven't seen it. But um, you know, you would mostly associate cartoons with like kids like mm-hmm. it shows or cartoons or whatever but like you know you have a lot of these shows that are more for mature audiences that aren't just like poop and fart and sex jokes like family guy yeah so you, you sort of have like a good variety of you know more mature shows that sort of take themselves seriously and it seems that like a lot of the anime is sort of like that you know it's maybe not necessarily for kids but you know and it takes himself seriously but uh i didn't realize that anime had like that much history i didn't realize like how far it really went
1: back yeah me neither That's- yeah it was interesting when i figured that out i was like whoa <laughs> mm-hmm. but uh, i also feel like um like it's not strange to watch anime shows like plenty of people watch the simpsons and family guy and stuff but mm-hmm. even some of these crazier outlandish animes in japan i feel like it's a pretty normal thing to just like watch them like it's a pretty normal part of that culture which i think is pretty interesting so i don't know all the specifics and everything but i was bo and i were talking about these different shows they're pretty crazy like ninjas and people with death notebooks and like all this crazy stuff which is stuff that you'd never see in america i feel like the craziest type animated show we have is like rick and morty or something (laughs) where they're going on crazy adventures because a lot of animated shows here are all like just a sitcom but animated like king of the hill or like the simpsons or family guy they're all just these families doing stuff right which is they're not bad but i feel like a lot just fall into that category
0: i think that like anime takes like the kind of like the unique way of doing things and they like not really a lot of you can't really rope anime into like a similar thing i guess because i feel like at least the ones I've heard of, like each one has a pretty distinct, different plot, and it's definitely like nothing I would I'd ever see like in the U.S. So, mm-hmm. like it's just like I haven't really watched much the like my anime knowledge only um, extends to waking up some mornings and having my roommate Max shout out for the pod watching anime, you know, in the living room, and I'd like watch a little bit. And usually he's, like, he's in the middle of an episode, in the middle of a season, so I, like, go and I'm, like, what is going on? But mm-hmm. um, it's, like, entertaining, and I, like, I think, like, there's a lot of, like, action in the shows, which I can appreciate and enjoy. And sometimes it is a little over-the-top and goofy, which I kind of like. Um, But it's definitely interesting. It's, like, nothing i had ever seen in, you know, traditional American animation, so... That's pretty cool,
1: yeah I just thought of something, actually. I don't know if I've brought up this show before on the podcast, but have either of you watched Kappa Mikey?
0: I've heard of that. I don't think I've ever watched it, but I've heard of it.
1: I feel this is a show that was on like Nicktoons Network or something, but it was a show about a cartoon character in America who goes to Japan to be in an anime. so, <laughs> the main character is animated like as if he was in a, a US animated show, but all the other characters are drawn like they're anime characters. Oh, wow. And that's really. That's they would cool. get into like adventures and stuff. So I feel like maybe that was my first uh, exposure <laughs> to it. But yeah. it is really interesting, like the art style differences too, because.
0: Oh, wow. I, yeah, I just Googled a picture and it's a very s- strong difference. Yeah. <laughs> wow.
1: Okay. But. um like i think in japan maybe i'm wrong but i feel like the majority of these shows are all hand-drawn so they take a really long time to make and in the u.s a lot of shows are just done like on the computer or outsourced so they're just they still take a while while to make but it's not as much work or as much like different style they all look pretty the same like episode to episode me on these shows they're they're doing all these crazy things and uh the art style is a little more like not realistic but it's definitely more stylized um but yeah that's um yeah yeah
0: now i have like a i guess an anime related question and i don't know if it'll sound dumb but like what like what puts anime into the category of anime cuz like i've seen people say like oh pokemon that's not real anime <laughs> like why why not i like, used
1: to think what? avatar was anime <laughs>
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah that's like American animation and I could I mean I could definitely see the influence in just like of what I was seen in avatar but like like what categorizes anime
1: like
0: it I don't know like if it's animated animated in Japan is that necessarily an anime like what defines anime? Right, yeah
2: I mean um it's kind of yeah. a at least from my experience it's it's always kind of a gray area because like at the same time you could say it's an anime like have it like the original like og like anime style like but it could be made in america or something like that but you could still have like the same style and then people you know speaking japanese having it in a japan setting like most animes are but uh yeah personally i tend to think of it as like if it's in japan and they draw it uh the certain like styles that they have i personally feel like that is just what anime is Mm
1: -hmm.
2: yeah i mean that's that's how i look at it i mean there are people out there that might know more than me about that type of thing with the different things but yeah
1: so would um, you consider sorry. sorry
0: would you consider pokemon an anime uh no not not really. Like, why not? I just, I just don't really understand the argument. I
2: can, I can understand why um, people think it's a, uh, it's an anime. I, I don't know. I just personally think, I, I mean, I grew up with with Pokemon and stuff, and I just, I never really thought of it as like an anime type of thing. I mean, I guess it is. It technically is. Because what it, about
1: Yu-Gi-Oh?
2: Yu-Gi-Oh, yeah, those are so many things i don't know i think because of how long it's been like in america and how many like people love like the cards and like the collectibles and stuff like that i never really thought about it actually like how it probably was well it is like from japan but like we've like americanized it in a way where it's like we got like all the toys and gadgets and stuff and we got english uh Voice actors for the shows now, and all that mm. stuff. But yeah, I don't know. I don't know. It's a good question, actually. Yeah, I mean, I think you make an interesting point
0: because, like, if you say go up to someone in the street, it's like, "Have you heard of cowboy bebop?" Or uh, <laughs> yeah, bebop? yeah but... I'm sure they might be like, "What?" But if you say, "Like, oh, have you heard of Pokemon?" They're like, "Oh yeah, I love Pikachu." So I know, like, right? Yeah. Pokemon's sort of a household name, so like you said, it's maybe been like Americanized. I think that's a really good point
1: i i also there's um that just made me think of the castlevania show that's on netflix yeah that's animated in the style of an anime but it comes from the u.s right right so it's definitely a strange uh like comparison i guess like what makes is it just that it's animated in japan or is it the story structure or the the tropes that they use or the types of characters so i think it's definitely an interesting (laughs) argument but i i also don't think i know the answer i would uh, i i guess i probably wouldn't say that the castlevania show is is an anime but i don't know that's uh that's difficult
2: no it's uh, like i didn't realize like as he was saying the question i was thinking it in my head i'm like ah oh, interesting <laughs> like i don't really know what to say but that was a good question it was a good one
1: yeah. um bo uh can you think of any like anime tropes like that are found across a lot of different shows because these shows cover like pretty much every topic you could think of from like relationships to ninjas to people in space to jojo's bizarre adventures (laughs) um um let's see uh the big one that i can think of is just people making a lot of noises
2: Right, yeah, that's what I was thinking. I was thinking like like when they tend to like look at a certain way or they're trying to show expression. Obviously, they can't do it with the like OG animation style like that they do in anime cuz it's like it's not as expressive as they like want it to be, so they got to make the noises where they got to be like what?
1: Stuff like that.
2: <laughs> yeah, they got to they got to sound surprise or like they got to be like <clears throat> or like, you know, it has to be like dramatic. I mean, with Japan, with most of their stuff, it is dramatic in in their like ways. But um, yeah, I feel like that's like the only thing that I could think of.
1: I know a big thing is for the the intro to change between right. seasons or arcs. Right. Yeah. Um, because like when I watched a bit of Naruto, the first one was different than the second one or Attack on Titan because they'll change to reflect what's happened in the story um yeah. the only other show that i can think that does that is crazy ex-girlfriend where <laughs> every every season it's a different intro song based on how like the character has progressed yeah. through the show um but the music is always very good too i love the attack on titan theme oh, my God.
2: it's so good like they're it's they're beautifully made like all of the intros and oh it's so good especially uh my hero academia i love their music it's so mm-hmm.
0: good it seems yeah. to have pretty like kick ass music too, from like what I've heard. Like some of the theme songs are like, it's so good, really good. Like electric guitar and all that. I think it's pretty oh yeah, cool.
1: the I Attack on Titan.
2: Yeah. All the time. I listen to them on replay, like all the time. Like when I'm like doing workouts or like going out, just like chilling or just listening to music. Like I prefer to actually listen to those.
1: That's They're just... definitely good hype songs. Oh yeah. yeah, and the Attack on Titan one has German in it, so. I mean... um, yeah. <laughs> How can I not like it? <laughs> German
0: minor? Fun fact. But um one thing about we were talking about like making the noises. I think that's sort of interesting how Bo you were saying like it's sometimes the animation isn't as expressive, so they sort of have to like show more of the emotion through the voice. So I think yeah. that can show like the talent behind the like the voice actors, how mm-hmm. they not only have to like say the lines with some emotion, but now they sort of have to I guess it's a little more difficult for them to portray emotion cuz they the animation doesn't aid as much so right. they have to do it more in their voice which I think is really interesting and you know good on them.
1: And speaking of voices, this is an interesting thing that's I feel like pretty unique to this like the community people who watch a lot of these shows is like the sub versus dub debate uh, of yeah. do you watch a show with subtitles with the original voice actors or do you listen to the to the english dubbing of it um i know i guess that's maybe a thing with some other foreign shows i know that german show dark i watch there's people who like debate if you should watch it in its original language which you should um because there's definitely differences in like the emotion and the like what the characters are even saying between those but i don't know Uh, in general do you guys have any thoughts because i always feel like you should try to watch something in its original language if you can.
0: Yeah, mm-hmm. I think that's sort of like a, I guess, a, a learning experience. You know, like like for my, <laughs> in high school, my senior year, we had, like, we got a new Spanish teacher and something we had to do, like every week we had to watch, like, I think 30 minutes. All right, no, I think like every week was maybe like an hour or two of Spanish television. So whether that was, um, she was like, you should try watching like an English show, but with Spanish audio. like not just the English audio with, sub- with Spanish subtitles like um, maybe just like hearing the Spanish being spoken that can help you learn better than just reading the subtitles. So I think that um, if you listen to like a show that's in a different language in its original language and maybe you have subtitles on, then you can sort of hear the word. You can hear what they're saying in the different language and see what they're saying in english so you can be like oh okay now i know i'm picking up these words like so you can sort of take something and learn from it and i also feel like maybe sometimes in like other languages if you say like a phrase it might be either longer or shorter when you translate it to english so mm-hmm. then like you know if they might say like they might speak for like two seconds and and it's animated for of two seconds of speaking, but the in English it's like no, they're like what? So, you know, I think it would sort of make it sort of weird that they have to sh- either shorten or lengthen the English, so it might not be entirely accurate to what they're trying to say. So, mm-hmm. I guess a pro it, sub a pro yeah pro sub
1: in mm-hmm. this case. Bo, I know I know you listen to I know you watch Naruto with the dub, right? So like, what's your thoughts?
2: Yeah. Um... I go back and forth. It depend. It really does depend on the anime because sometimes it's really good with uh, subtitles and just listening to like the anime voices. But on the other hand, we do have really good American voice actors that really mm-hmm. do really well with uh, certain types of animations, like uh, with uh, Dragon Ball, for example. Those guys, those guys are really good with um, uh, the voice acting and stuff. Uh, I mean, his voice, Goku's voice, uh, the English stuff, I forget his name, but uh, it's, like, very it's, very, it's very iconic. Like, you can like, know that's Goku if you, like, somewhat know, like, the anime. You could, if you hear it once and then you hear it again, like, in some, like, random location or whatever, you could, like, recognize it. It's, like, mm-hmm. unique in a way. But, um, yeah, I don't know. I think it's just, it depends on what you watch.
1: Yeah, and this is something i feel like anime the the quality of dubs varies so much (laughs) like in i like watching stuff in german but i'll admit that the majority of the the english or the german dubs of english movies are awful like they sound so bad they use the same three (laughs) voice actors um for the most part there's a few exceptions (laughs) but um like because we would watch them in german class and The guy who played Owen Wilson sounds the same as the guy who played some other guy. I don't know, but but like I watched when I watched Naruto, I watched it with the dub and I enjoyed it a lot because the voices you know fit the characters. Um, There was a lot of emotion, and also I watched like two episodes of Sword Art Online, which is uh some people some people say it's really good, some people say it's really bad. Um, First season's really good.
2: Anything other than that is is not.
1: I don't yeah, <laughs> I wasn't a big fan. I, it's the show is basically about a guy who gets tra- everyone gets trapped inside their video game. It's kind of like the same technology as Ready Player One, except if you leave the game, like you you will die. If you die um, in the game, you die for real. Yeah, exactly. And the the main character's name is like is Kirito, and he meets this friend like in the first episode who i could not stand in english and he's like kirito like come here <laughs> like stuff like that where uh if i switched to the the subtitles it would have sounded a lot better but yeah. like certain shows sound really good in english so it, it definitely depends show to show and it's something that i think people debate about a lot more than like that german show that i watch
0: mm-hmm Wasn't there one thing that I think you mentioned before, like one show that you watched in German that you're like, that sounds like just the English voice act, like the English actor just speaking German. Like you said, the voice was so good.
1: Oh, my God. What was it?
0: I I kind of feel like it was Jeff Winger, but.
1: Yeah, it was community. Yeah. All the voice actors in German on that sound, except for like Pierce and the Dean. Like the Dean sounds nothing like himself, but Mm -hmm. everyone else sounds really close to their. Like, so that's a show that i would watch in german because the dub on that sounds good but and like some disney movies and stuff but otherwise it's rocket raccoon sounds like an old man in the dub <laughs> um but but yeah um another interesting thing i guess is that most shows in the u.s that are animated are pretty original um i know that uh, Justin Roiland just came out with a new show that's similar art style to Rick and Morty, but it's its, it's own oh, original yeah. thing. Meanwhile, in Japan, a lot of these animes that come out, a lot of the popular ones at least, are based on manga books, which are, I guess they're just like Japanese graphic novels. Yeah. So, for instance, One Punch Man, I know that has several, uh, or at least a few manga. So, after they had made the first season, while they were working on the second one, people were already knew what the story was going to be because they had read the next manga it just they had to, to catch up animation wise so mm. i feel like that's interesting cuz there's definitely people the the uh, the whole of the book is better than the movie debate mm. i feel like is a lot bigger over there um, cuz when they make these shows they have to change things or stretch things out to like keep the show going i know that naruto has a lot of filler episodes because i remember when Bo was showing me it i looked up um like episode lists and stuff and there were people who were saying yeah watch these ones and then skip the next 50 episodes because they're filler (laughs) filler episodes so i think that's a big thing over there i guess Um, yeah but, not yeah. fifty. Not
2: it's not like well i, swear, are, I saw oh, one
1: where it was more than 10 episodes that you could skip like in a row because nothing happened that was important maximum seven or eight episodes maximum
0: okay. it's really strange because that i mean i know like in america like we talked about this on the show last week how typically if a book gets adapted into a movie or tv show you know a lot of people complain that it might be you know, it's not entirely accurate or like it's too different because some things don't really transition well from the book to the screen, but it seemed, would you say like in general, the, the anime is fairly similar to the manga minus like the 10 plus filler episodes? Like if it's, if it's a specific part of the manga that they're like adapting, would you say it's pretty
2: accurate? Um, Yeah. I'd say I'd say it's fairly accurate. I mean, they they uh, from from what I gather they put in the fillers because in the manga they give you more detail about like the characters and you get more of like like how they act and their emotions and stuff. I feel like the fillers are there just to like give the characters like character you know like they it lets them like in Naruto for example like one day they'll be like fighting like Orochimaru or something like that and then the next day they'll be like eating at a restaurant together, talking about like their lives and stuff and what they've done and blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm.
1: So, yeah. So this filler is still important, but it's not. Pushing it's not. The story forward.
2: Yeah, no, I mean, you could skip them if you want to, it's not going to affect the story. So like, if you, like you could tell if it's going to be a filler or not, like, by just like looking at like the first like 10, 15 minutes of like the episode, if they're just like walking around in like the village or whatever, you just be like, all right, I can just skip this. So it's like
1: a bottle episode yeah, yeah. <laughs> like um, the only other show i can think that people advise you to skip stuff is in clone wars because there'll be people who tell you you can yeah. skip these few episodes because they're not really important to the to the arcs and everything
0: yeah like uh my brother made a uh abridged viewing guide of clone wars when you know my like my mom wanted to get into it and like he would go through each season and be like oh this arc isn't really important to the overall story so he would like take certain arcs like the ones that were sort of important for like the characters and like like the good ones in general like he would say like oh well like watch these four episodes because they're like it's good like character growth for ahsoka and it's like a good power it shows like the power of general grievous like stuff like that so you know i think it's some shows it's especially shows like clone wars where it's not necessarily episodic where it's sort of like there are these separate arcs that they all fit over one overall story but it's not like in so intertwined and connected mm-hmm. so you can skip these certain ones but like there are these ones that you got to watch for like clarity and mm-hmm. i feel like from what you're telling me anime can kind of be like that sometimes like There are filler episodes like, oh, you know, they're not really that important to the overall story, so you can skip them, but like you don't have to. It's interesting.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And I think it's definitely an American thing. Not necessarily an American thing, but over here it's more common. Even more like serialized shows to be you can skip around. Like Rick and Morty, there's times where there's an overarching story, but you can watch any episode you want and it doesn't matter. Meanwhile, in like Naruto, you might go to an episode where they're on the way to like defeat this big enemy that you've heard so much about but if you're just skipping around you have no idea what they're talking about exactly stuff like that yeah. um the other the other big thing with these arcs is i i feel like there's a meme especially with stuff like dragon ball where they're like will goku defeat this person find <laughs> out next week <laughs> yeah i know i hate it when they do
2: like cliffhangers like that like they're about to fight the guy and then the actual fight, like, takes, like, five episodes. And, like, it's, so, it's so bad. Like, Goku's, like, trying to charge up a spirit ball for, like, three episodes. It's ridiculous. Like, will Goku kill Cell? Find out next time on Dragon Ball Z Kai. And then it's, like, commercial. I'm like, God, why? In this
0: episode, Goku continues to fight. Yeah. Will he continue <laughs> to fight? check out next week next
2: week
1: uh, exactly stuff. i thought so, of one more trope the nosebleeds
2: <laughs> oh yes oh my god how can i forget what, my uh, goodness well so, uh, what's what's the deal with that why don't you explain oh, you explain <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well for all you people that don't know what nosebleeds are in an anime is like the characters will literally have nosebleeds and sometimes they'll actually have nosebleeds to the point where the blood actually shoots them up into the sky (laughs) (laughs) um the reason why they have this is because well it's mostly for males uh very rarely i've seen like female anime characters actually get nosebleeds but it's it's because of like like say say a guy is like uh walking walking across the street or whatever and then all of a sudden this girl like uh Trips and falls or whatever, and all of a sudden, like it's like a weird like anime thing where it like accidentally like shows her panties or something, and then the guy will be like, whoa, whoa, and he like shoots up into the sky. Uh, I don't was,
1: understand why I this guess. is a thing in so many I shows.
2: Don't, I don't, I don't <laughs> understand it. I don't know where it comes from, but that's just how it is. And yeah, you know, it's yeah,
0: <laughs> very interesting. That's probably something definitely unique to that genre. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, really see a lot of American shows where nosebleeds can be that powerful.
1: Stranger Things, she... I mean, yeah, <laughs> not because of like... that, but
0: she like shot up into the sky. She just yeah, the
1: reflection is a
0: drip, like a small drip. That, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's really... yeah,
2: it's like fire hose, like out the nostrils
0: that's really funny i sort of get that specific that's probably unhealthy like to lose that much
2: blood. yeah you would die after that realistically that and like
1: the the like x'd out eyes um oh that when yeah people are angry like in naruto oh, yeah. the one character sakura would get like pissed off about stuff all the time and she'd like go into her own head and like yeah, yeah. she'd have her like own conversation and the eyes are like like an anger and stuff and like the (laughs) expressions are definitely a lot more uh over the top
2: oh absolutely they get super dramatic and it can happen in like an instant like they'll be super serious at one point like super dramatic like animation style to be like super serious and then the next thing they'll be hitting them on the side of the head being like idiot what are you doing and then turns into like a goofy animation Mm-hmm. I, I I personally like that because I like mm-hmm. it when they when they take it super serious, but then they bring this back into like the comedy side of like certain shows and stuff.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: So like, I guess I'd like another question: Do you know
0: why, in like a, I guess a staple in the animation of these shows, there's not really any lip syncing? Like, oh. Is there like a specific reason why they do that?
2: I think back then is because they didn't really have, like, I don't want to say the skill, but I guess the time to actually animate, like, perfect uh, lip Mm -hmm. pronunciation, at least with English. I know some of them kind of do it in Japanese, but, like, you would would have to, like, redo, like, the whole episode if you really wanted to, like, draw, like, the animation Mm -hmm. for their lips in a different language, you know what I mean? Yeah. So originally it would be in Japanese, and then they would bring it like to America or whatever. Like with Naruto, they it's just it's just better, I believe, and it's more time efficient because I got to worry about a whole bunch of other stuff, that, uh, like the animations
1: and stuff like that. I feel like I feel like it's also because the the animation isn't always as fluid necessarily. Like right, that's it's not it. choppy, but that's kind of the style where it's yeah.
2: it's just how it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's yeah, it's
0: interesting. I guess maybe like the limitations of the process of animation sort of made it that way and now it's stuck. Now it's yeah. always like that. And I think that also like you said, it sort of works if you're dubbing it for another language where it's like different language audio but like it's still the same general like ba 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 sort of right uh, lip movement. So mm-hmm. you wouldn't have to do like any sort of reanimation and it wouldn't like look weird with different lip syncing is just sort of like non-existent lip syncing so it works for multiple languages
2: so that's sort of interesting yeah even even then when they do like that bad bad ba type of thing like you could tell in some animes that like because there's some like japanese like sentences or phrases that they'll say that are longer than like english phrases so mm-hmm. you'll see them like do an extra like that like, for like <laughs> a split second i don't yeah. know if you've ever seen that <laughs> but like yeah that's just it's just how it is unfortunately
0: Interesting. Yeah. So I guess um, as we sort of near like the end of the episode, uh, I guess one last question. Uh, for people who haven't really watched too much anime, I guess like myself, uh, But what would you say are good like starter shows to sort of get into the genre? Because I know a lot of them can be a little intimidating with their sort of right. very crazy, strange plots and characters, so what would you say are some good starter shows to really like get into it?
2: Yeah, I would, I would definitely say if you don't have like a lot of time on your hands, but like, you want to try and get into it, see what it's like. I would definitely recommend, uh, one punch man, just watching like the first season. Yes. Really good, really quick, short, sweet to the point, you know, uh, promise. I mean... Never again if you're into horror, you know, it's pretty good, pretty good stuff. And, uh, I think Naruto. Arts is a really
1: basic one to like really -hmm. start. And One Punch Man, I think it's the first episode you will know if you like it. Oh yeah. It's, I think like one of the first scenes is this giant crab monster man like (laughs) coming to attack people, and then just the. it's such a funny show the story of how the one punch man is able to beat all of his enemies in one punch is hilarious yeah it's so good um and just the fact that instead of fighting heroes most of the time i think the first episode he's like walking back from the store with groceries (laughs) um (laughs) stuff like that
2: yeah i think uh the, the crab actually gets mad at this boy for drawing nipples on his shell. (laughs) <laughs> and so the crab, yeah the crab is like going to kill the boy but then uh one punch man like comes in to save him at the last second it's really funny
1: <laughs> yeah it's, it's
2: and the boy joke, has like joke. a like a nutsack chin <laughs> what
1: he i don't remember that oh. don't you remember that
2: he does no he does i haven't watched so it so long I swear.
1: But, but it's crazy.
2: so so funny it's it a so, good show <laughs> it's really good it's really good i recommend it
1: and I think, because, Chris, I know you're big into, like, superheroes and stuff. Mm. Um, I haven't watched much of My Hero Academia, but I've yes, heard good about things about it.
2: Yeah, it's really good. I feel like you would like that if you're definitely into, like, the Marvel and superhero oh, yes. type of stuff. Like, they, they'll they actually, like, explain to you, like, their powers, their weaknesses, like, the anatomy of their body and how their powers actually, like, work. It's super cool. It's Interesting. really good. Yeah, I recommend that
0: yeah and all oh, this stuff sounds pretty cool
1: yeah i think a uh, another big one that a lot of americans watch at least is attack on titan which it's kind of bizarre um and i couldn't really get too into it but i know a lot of people like it it's about this town that's surrounded by these giant walls and the walls are to keep out the titans who are these giant humanoid like creatures but they're not people they're just like massive and if they like get into the city they'll just destroy it and so there's a team of people. Yeah, there's like a team of people who use these jetpack type booster things to grapple oh. around the city and fight them. And it's basically about a kid who joins that, um, I guess, like squadron or whatever, and yep. his friends and him facing the the titans and everything.
0: Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. Well, maybe I'll check some of these out. Also, where would you watch these? I think it's, like, some of them on Netflix, but, like,
2: the majority... Crunchyroll is really good. Hulu uh, is very good. I believe My Hero Academia is on Hulu. You can try that. yeah. And I also watch stuff on Verve. They have, like, all the stuff on Verve, pretty much.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah, you can watch it on
2: there.
1: I think Crunchyroll is free, but you just have to watch ads. Um, So it's Verve. I don't know if they have dubs on there though. Um, Netflix usually has both, um, and I know I know Death Notes on Netflix or it was. Um, yeah, JoJo's action. JoJo's bizarre. No, do not watch the live action. That's awful. Um, yeah, <laughs> oh, yeah, it's bad. <laughs> just... um, but JoJo is another big anime that I've watched a couple episodes oh. of that is on Netflix. But yeah. it's it's really bizarre, just like the art style. Even it? bizarre. Uh, yeah, bizarre. bizarre. Bitch. Yeah, it is really bizarre. I wasn't even thinking of that when I said it. <laughs> Oh uh, <laughs> but that's right. um about a family. It's like each episode is a different generation of the family, pretty much of the Joe Star family. And I know there's tons of memes from that. Like um mm-hmm. I was very surprised to find out that the end of the first episode was the to be continued meme. Yeah, yeah. And that's where that came from.
0: Huh. I know. Yeah. Interesting.
1: Yeah, so I think that about wraps things up. Yeah. Um this anything else an, to add, anybody?
0: This was an enlightening discussion, I think, because I really haven't exposed myself to much anime or like those type of shows. So I guess I learned a lot in this yeah, episode. So thank, you. thank you both. Thank you for sharing your wisdom. Yeah. Do
1: you have anything to perfect. plug or anything, Bo? Ah, uh, no. Okay. Perfect. <laughs> no. <laughs> um, <laughs> That but, out of the list. Yeah, check that. Check out all those things you talked about. Um, yeah, so... check out animes. Everyone,
2: go watch at least one anime episode out there. That's your homework.
1: That's yes. your homework. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> That's the test. Um, I thank you so much for coming on, Bowie. Yeah, my really pleasure. Having you. Having you come awesome. on. Thank you having oh, Thank <laughs> you. Yeah. Wow. Thank you.
0: Yeah, I love you guys. Oh, you're so. Look at this guy.
1: One of our biggest fans.
2: No, Yo, you know. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. All right. Thank You're you, fine. everybody.
1: Um, <laughs> all right. So we'll catch you next week then for our next yeah. episode. So until then, bye. Bye-bye.